This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. going on right now i'm talking with mike from war flourish a band from south florida is that right is it, it gainesville's not south florida it's north florida no, we're more like what's called north central florida north central florida all right right on man well uh yeah so it's mike from a band called war flourish and uh he's he's hanging out smoking a joint and rocking that sick disma t-shirt their album psychedelic realms of hell one of my favorite records of last year um, and, and, uh, I wanted to kind of pick your brain about that and, and all things war flirch, but you know, you smoking a joint, you got songs like stoned ape apocalypse. The album is psychedelic realms of hell, you know, being one of the primary songwriters of the band, how much does like mushroom psychedelics and weed play into the world of war flirch? Uh, you know, it, it, it plays pretty heavily into our the mythos and our music and you know somewhat in our personal lives i mean we all smoke and stuff well carrie doesn't but we we smoke a bit and we're all down with the mushy boys and uh you know it's all very inspiring stuff for us absolutely so uh the album uh it's available now pretty pretty awesome reaction for the for the album i'd say would you agree yeah i mean i honestly didn't know what to expect and uh it certainly exceeded any expectations i did have so yeah yeah it was i'm super thankful super blessed awesome man well uh for for anyone that's unfamiliar can i get kind of like an abridged backstory like when did you guys all meet up and you know uh how did warflirch start so warflirch started with me and john mamo who is our drummer and singer Mm -hmm. but uh he and I have been in a bunch of bands together starting at about, I guess, 2016, we started playing together in a bunch of different bands. We've probably been in like 
maybe five or six different projects together now. Nice. Just since, just since back then. Yeah. So, um, he was in hot graves. He, I brought him into hot graves as the uh, new drummer for the new lineup. And, you know, we were doing all this stuff and he, and he'd been doing a lot of like vocals and stuff. So at some point we're like, yo man, I want to make a band where you're like just the singer. And so the idea was to do a death metal project, a download dirty death metal project. Nice. And when it, when officially did, did, was that, that you guys started Warflurge? I mean, really like we started like demoing stuff out and fucking around and trying to write shit in like late August or September of 2019. Okay. And then uh, we put out like our first demo right at the beginning of 2020. Like I think the like, new year's day or something like that nice and then um and then we started really trying to like make some cool shit. like we had to just like get the first demo out of the way and then we really started like honing in and then uh when we got back from mexico from the de- total death over mexico fest uh you know the whole world was in quarantine lockdown mode so we're like, well, we've already been hanging out, so we might as well just keep having band practice and writing. And that's what we did. And then we also put together like a full lineup for the band during that time and started having like band practice like every week. And so, well, uh, you guys in Florida, here in Washington State, it, it, we were, um, you know, pretty, uh, I'd say, uh, you know, strong with the like, uh, you know, the the lockdown and everything. But it seemed like Florida started to to open up a little bit sooner and you guys were having shows. Did you guys get in quite a bit of shows in 2021? We played. I mean, we managed to play four shows. OK. In 20 in 2021, we played a show the day our album came out. Yeah. Which was September 3rd. And that was like our first show ever. And then. um. We played another show later that month, and then we played two more shows in uh, November, and that was it. So I, now that I'm talking with you, I, I just remembered, I was racking my brain, like, where did I hear from War, of War Floors? How did I hear about you guys? And it was when I interviewed Ken from Ken's Death Metal Crypt, and nice. he kept bringing you guys up. He was like, that's the new, man, that's the new, you got it. And so I bought your record on Bandcamp just on his you know, his word alone. And, and that's, and it became one of my favorites. So shout out to Ken, dude. Thanks uncle Ken. Love you, bro. So uh, tell me a little bit about like the, the, the Gainesville death metal scene. Cause you know, being someone who loves punk rock and hardcore, I know about Gainesville from like, you know, like the fest, you know, and, and, and like the punk, the punk scene from there, like hot water music and like that. I'm glad glad you do know that. I'm glad I don't have to explain that to you. No, I absolutely. I yeah. mean, like, no idea records and, and that kind of shit. like less than Jake, you know, that kind of music, you know, uh, what, what, what's the, what's the underground metal scene like there? Is it also pretty big? Nah, it's no, us. Okay. All right. No, nah, there's like, no, there's some cool bands here. There's, um, there's like, there's a band called Stunner who is like kind of more traditional heavy metal, like new wave of, uh, traditional heavy metal type. Um, there's this band called Gall. They're like really slow, blackened stuff. They're really good though. They're just just they're just a really low key band, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Born Dead. They're like a grind band. There's all kinds of like or Found Dead. No, Found Dead. Um, they're like a grindcore band, uh, like Napalm Death style, old school. Sure. But 
they're sick as f- uh i'm trying to think there's not much of a scene around here for like super heavy bands but there's like a lot of people like kind of doing stuff you know there's a there's a black metal band called born which is some friends of ours that are actually quite good awesome but it's not much of a scene like we all do know each other but it's like it's so small you know sure so uh before i go into like kind of the back your backstory i'm curious as might sound like an idiotic question but what is a wharf lurch yeah it's just okay it's 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 a band (laughs) (laughs) it's like no i i spend a lot of time just like trying to come up with a name that you know you could put these like i wanted to put two words together to make a new word and like have it be something that if you google it the only thing that comes up is the band. Yes. You know, it's not a reference to a book, a movie, uh, uh, another band or some other music. It's just, it's just its own thing, but made up of words that are familiar to you. You know, you guys have some really trippy artwork. I mean, that's just like one of the things that really pops out when you, when you buy your records or even when you just stream the records, who, who does your artwork? Is that a member of the band or do you guys have a homie who, who does that or do you guys commission uh, someone yeah yeah we um the main people we work with uh a lot are uh lucas valtenbergs he did the cover for psychedelic realms yeah and we also work with um uh ian Colazzo, claw eight who he lives over there in portland and uh or near portland anyway and like he's done the overwhelming majority of our release art at this point (laughs) he's done like four or five covers and like some shirt designs and all kinds of shit so yeah yeah. well okay so are you from gainesville florida like did you grow up there or did you move there like yeah i moved here in 1998 from south florida i grew up in south florida so you know what was your first introduction to like you know heavy music you know even just as a kid like was it like you know, an older brother, or did you just find it flipping nah. through the radio? Nah, like I was always interested in music, and like my dad had a sick record collection growing up. You know, he had a bunch of Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath records, awesome. and Cream, and shit like that. Yeah. So the heavy he dad rock. Guitar. Yeah. Yeah, and he played guitar, and shit, though, and so I was always trying to play guitar, but I was into like crazy, you know, like I was into like Anthrax and Metallica mm-hmm. and Slayer and all that when i was in like elementary school nice. but like like death metal didn't exist then like it was all still building you know mm-hmm. but the first real death metal i got into was obituary because they're for all death but then obituary was the one the first one i really liked because at first death to me was just kind of like another thrash band that was just heavier you know mm-hmm. So you, I mean, you growing up in in Florida, I mean, that's like the a, a, a major birthplace of you know death metal in America. Uh, it yeah. must have been kind of a trip to be there, you know, and see some of these. I, I imagine see some of these like you know seminal shows. Did you, do you remember your first like uh, death metal or your first metal show that you got to see growing up? Yeah, I mean, there was the first ones I got to see were more like local bands. Yeah. Cause that's the kind of shit I could get into, but it would always be like a mixed bill. Like it would be like a, a punk band and like mm-hmm. kind of like a death metal band and like, you know, maybe a ska band or something, you know, you never yeah. know what would happen, but it would just be a bunch of bands trying to play a show. 
But then when I was like 16, I was in this ska punk band and we were playing a lot at this club or a few clubs in like uh, Fort Lauderdale and West Palm, even though we were like most of us were underage in the band. Yep. And uh, you can play, but you can't hang out. <laughs> yeah. Well, so after a while of playing, though, the, the bouncers all got to know us and they knew we were all straight edge and we weren't going to like anything up and we weren't actually like causing problems. So. They would let us hang out because like they, after the show would end, they would bring in like this whole other crowd of people and they'd have like a goth dance night. Type okay. of thing. So sometimes we would hang out for that. Show, but like every once in a while, they'd have like a really good show. And then I would show up and be like, well, you guys let me in and I'll pay. And they're like, man, you get in here, whatever, because yep. I had a good rapport with those guys. And um, because because they saw me punching skinheads in the pit, that's Perfect. why they liked me so much. They're like, this little kid is like knocking skinheads in the forehead. He's not down with those racist ass. Exactly. Well, and also they were just being bullies in general. Yeah. So these guys weren't even racist skinheads. They were like sharps or whatever. Oh, OK. They were just dickheads. Yeah, sure. But anyway, uh, so those guys were cool with me. So they would let me in. And one time I got to see death when I was like 16. Nice. I got to see like malevolent creation. I got to see obituary. I got to see there was other like smaller bands like Guardy Lou and like Raped Ape and like these other bands that were popping off around here at that time. All right. Well, then uh, I guess I got to ask what what's your like uh, what would be your big four Floridian death metal bands? Big well, your it personal. Have- it doesn't have to be like you know the like like the critics choices, but just like your personal ones that were the most inspirational to you. Ones that I like. Yeah. I like, I mean, I'm really more of a strictly like, I like obituary, morbid angel. Um, I like massacre a lot when they mm-hmm. like the early massacre first albums. Um, and then probably I don't know after that. That's hard. And Warflurch. There you go. Nah, Druid Lord. <laughs> I love Druid Lord. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, nice. I, you know, I don't know Druid Lord. I got to look that up. I got to check that out. They're like, it's a band that's made up of people from a lot of like super sick bands from like all eras of like cool Florida, like death metal like yeah. tony he's in massacre now nice but um but he was in like all band he was in like equinox and they were in like acheron mm. and uh chris the guitar player he's in killing addiction which is another big florida band for me nice okay so so you're in this punk and and in, in punk and ska band and you know you're you're getting older and you get to see, or get you know getting into the scene well, see, now, go- before i had that band i had like thrash metal bands and like oh like that yeah so when did you pick up an instrument how old were you when you first started playing like 10 or 11 cool nice yeah because my dad just had guitars around the house you know so i would just like play the guitar you know yeah was your dad in bands oh yeah nice dude yeah he was in bands when i was like well it's funny because he was in bands like when i was like a kid or when i was a child like a baby baby and he stopped doing that because he had to work and that always bummed me out. And like, it's pretty much almost even maybe before, but as soon as that mother retired, bro, he like started this band where they were gigging out, like at least every other weekend and like playing all kinds of shit, dude. And so I got to go see him doing that stuff and they were playing covers, but they were playing yeah. like some good, you know what I mean? That's awesome. They were playing like Stevie wonder songs and, mm-hmm. and like, they would even play like Bruno Mars and, yeah. they were they were funking it down bro i'm like this is this is tight actually one time i got to get on stage with them we played the boys are back in town nice yeah me and my dad did the guitar harmony bit yo yeah that was a sick father-son moment for sure <laughs> that's epic man uh, well okay so uh you know talking about firsts and so you know i met i i, I commented on your disney t-shirt so thinking back to when you were you know a kid growing up what was your first band t-shirt Wow, that's a great question. Uh, mine, and, and you know what? No shame here. So this is, mine was a no doubt Tragic Kingdom t-shirt. So I, <laughs> you know, I'm not the most uh, brutal dude when I admit that. So even if it's embarrassing, what was your first band t-shirt? I mean, honestly, I don't know, man, because I didn't have, actually, I think my first real band shirt was an Iron Maiden shirt. That's clutch awesome yeah it was a it was a somewhere in time iron maiden shirt and the thing was i I didn't really like iron maiden that much because at that point i was already listening to like um thrash metal and like slayer and like that but i thought their artwork was super sick and you know i liked a lot of the riffs i just didn't always like the vocals you know i wanted hard back then you know sure I like Iron Maiden a lot now, but back then I was like, I was more about the art of it. So nowadays, what's your most prized metal band t-shirt? Mine is uh, this Metallica Wherever I May Roam t-shirt. It it was a, it was a a tour shirt. It's the white one with their faces on it. I found it for $5 at a value village, which is like a (laughs) savers, uh, like a thrift store. So I found it for five bucks. So that's that's my prized possession. I had to stop wearing it because I was just like, I'm gonna stain the hell out of this. It's going away in the vault. What about you, man? 
it. I don't know, dude. That's a hard question to answer. I have a really sweet um, morbid angel bootleg tie dye that I got from my boy. And to me, it's cool shorts for cool shirts yeah, for cool shirts for twenty sixty nine. My yeah. boy Dylan. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I have two of them, but one of them is like so good that I like I like don't even want to wear it. Yeah. It's just amazing. But uh, like in terms of something that I, I don't know, I don't really. I don't really have a shirt like that. Actually, I, I feel that kind of that way about the shirt I got when I saw Demolich Clay on tour for oh, the first sick. time. Because that's just like a really big band for me. And I never yeah. thought I'd get to see him, especially not in Florida. Yeah. Definitely. At like a little place. You know, I figured if I saw him, it'd be at like a huge festival type thing. Definitely. Well, I, I, I think I might be actually heading over to, well, depending on what the world looks like, in in this year but i i'm hoping to go to maryland death fest um this year have you gone to any you know huge metal festivals like that before yeah i've, I've played a few in the years in, in the few years like my other band uh hot graves we played some back in the day and this is actually before they were kind of as big and well organized as they are now but sure um but like like in 2020 we played the last death metal fest that happened for a very long time dude we played uh total death over mexico three that's awesome that was with fetid fetid played too all, all nice. a bunch of people from your way were out there cerebral rot uh mortiferum killer bands oh uh, it was yeah it was all it was a mostly all killer no filler lineup there was that's a couple awesome. whatever bands but they had to they had to it was a lot of replacements you know yeah all right. Well, okay. So you come back, the world's a totally different place, at least, you know, most of the world. Uh, and you come back, what are you drinking? You're drinking some wine, getting classy oh, here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Uh, so you come back, uh, and you know, things are a little bit different, but let's, uh, let's say you're having like a crappy day. What's an album that you can reach for that can put you in a, in like a good place mentally, like a, like a, whether it's to, you know, get some aggression out or just like, ease your brain a little bit from a crap day is there is there an album you can reach for um there's a couple i could say right off rip uh none slaughter the hex album yeah that's that 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 just cheers me up like <laughs> none slaughter no, cheers you up i love it like nobody's in business man that album right there like will turn a frown upside down so quick for me and another one is um not death metal or anything but it's this band funeral chic you ever heard of them yeah kind of you know hardcore-ish uh i don't even know how to describe that actually it's like rocking it is rocking but it's kind of db kind of db kind of blasty yeah Grindies. but like the, the the production kind of makes it sound like a, a hybrid between swedish old school death metal and black metal yeah so it's like it's very kind of all over the place, but mostly it's just super angry, and uh, um, and I just get such a kick out of that. They played here in Seattle with Incendiary and Integrity. That was a cool show. That sounds pretty buck. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, so so you know, what's twenty twenty two look like for you guys? Are you guys going to be you know playing out? Do you guys have any plans to to gig, or are you guys going to be working on new material? Well, um, 
we it's funny because we actually we just recorded eight new songs in the studio right awesome at the at the end of the year in our little breaks between the shows we were doing but um we well, we have to finish that stuff eventually and then um we all we're actually going to go on tour in a few weeks here with uh mall and writhing shadows mall is from uh, uh fargo north dakota nice writhing shadows is from around birmingham alabama cool so we'll be uh touring around with those guys for a couple days um coming up here at the end of january and the beginning of february and then we're just going to keep booking shows we're scheduled yeah. to play total death over mexico four as nice. um yeah i don't know it's uh that's exciting it is exciting so we're gonna we're gonna try to book a lot more shows but we're gonna definitely finish a record and we got some splits lined up so yeah, there's tons of there's tons of stuff on the on the horizon. Staying busy, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we look forward to it, and you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time tonight. You're you. It's it's pretty late over there on on your side of the 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 United States. It's probably almost ten by now. Um, actually, it is almost ten by now. So, my last question for you, dude. Uh, pick a scar on your body. Tell us the story of how you got it, and show us if you can. Um, I don't know which I can't remember which side it's on. Actually, no, there's a scar right here. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like a little slash. So, mm -hmm. when I was like maybe four or five years old, something like that, um, I don't know, it was in the middle of the night, but it was during I think Hurricane David, one mm -hmm. of those hurricanes from that time, and uh. I don't know. I had just like rolled out of my bed and like hit my like shelf that was on this, like my bookshelf that was near my bed. Somehow it was pretty far away from my bed, but somehow I still managed to whack it yep. really hard. And it split my head wide open and I was just like covered in blood. And I went to my parents' room. I'm like, mommy, I got, or I, I don't know what I told them, but then yeah. they turned the lights on and I was just like a bloody mess. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad had to take me to um, the emergency room in the middle of this hurricane. And I remember that too, because I'm in the car and I'm like wrapped up in a blanket. And I'm holding like a rag to my head. and I'm looking out the windows and there's like trees blowing sideways and there's like no cars on the road and there's like traffic lights blowing everywhere. And I'm just like, oh yeah, this is <laughs> not an opportune time to go to the emergency room, but hey, it's yeah. And the worst part is, so they had to sew my head up, right? So you know what they did? They strapped me into this thing that looked like looked like an ironing board oh, with, no. with like a straight jacket attached to it. And they put me on this thing and they like pinned all my arms and they like Velcroed me down, which freaked me the entire fuck out. And I started yeah. like screaming. And then um, and they sewed my head up and put like six stitches in my forehead. Well, that is quite the memory, man. You should write a song about it. I can't believe that I remember it so well. I guess any memory that's like that acute, I guess, kind of stands the test of time, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, it's traumatic, dude. <laughs> yeah. And plus my parents like filled me in on other details. So now it's kind of just like a story in my mind too, you know? Absolutely.
Yeah. Right on, man. Well, okay. Well, new War Flourish in 2022, hopefully, and you guys are going to be playing some gigs. Uh, any final words before we let you go? Hey, stay flirty, everybody. Stay flirty. I like it, dude. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.